0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey. hey! Welcome to Serious Issues. Who knows what this is now?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Once every six weeks. Is that how long it's been? I don't know. Actually,
0: I can tell you how long it's been because when we get to the Marvel reviews, because I have that many issues of the weekly um, Avengers comic.
1: Oh, you're still reading that. Lovely to know. <laughs> yeah. Glad to hear it.
0: <laughs> um, what's up, everyone? My name is Andrew Levins.
1: My name is Siobhan Coombs.
0: Every, whenever we feel like it, we get together and we talk <laughs> about comic books that we've read. Uh, and if we leave it for too long, that means I have to lug 12 kilos of comics to get back to Kings.
1: That's actually the secret to your like new buff uh, physique, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Just carrying weeks and weeks of comics to various podcast recordings. Um, uh, thanks so much to everyone who uh, listened to the last episode. It's really, yeah. uh, we're getting more listeners now that we're monthly. Ah, oh, nice. So that's Good. Good. Yeah, I'm glad to hear it. So, uh, it was Less the right, me was the <laughs> right decision, <laughs> right decision to make. <laughs> um, so, how are we going to structure the show? We're going to still do first things first. Yeah, go in depth, do those number ones. Then I reckon we just break it up into like what we've been reading in yeah. general. Yes, yes, um, and
1: we're going to be a bit all over the shop because I was in America for a couple of weeks and I did not keep up with monthly comics, but I did read some other things, so that's good. Yeah,
0: isn't. you could found some cool comic book shops in Nashville.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, I went to one comic book shop. That's enough. In Nashville. That'll and do. And a record store that also had comics.
0: Great. You got yeah. some cool indie stuff, though?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of things. Mostly, to be honest, um, we were staying with my uh, very conservative uh, parents-in-law, and the lovely Nate was like, look at all the porno comics Siobhan bought. And I was like, well, <laughs> I, wish I, could, I wish I could argue that. But some of them were proper porno. That's great.
0: Oh, well. <laughs> uh, my big news is that last time we recorded, I'd only read like 200 ish- two hundred chapters of One Piece. Oh, yeah. How's One Piece? I've read all of it. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: my God. How many years has One Piece actually been going
0: for? Uh, since like the uh, late 90s. Oh. So 20 years. Jesus. More than 20 years. Is it
1: the same? Is yeah. it just one dude the yeah. whole time? Chiro Oda. He
0: must have a Oda. team. Oda-san. But he must um, have an t- art team, right? He, he does all like the, the, the foreground stuff and then he has background artists as well.
1: Wow, that's still... When it's Incredibly week, you know, impressive.
0: weekly, he takes a lot of weeks off these days. That's good, because um, he had health problems a few years ago. Well, um,
1: <coughs> manga people genuinely work themselves into early graves. Yeah, manga it's insane. People. That's what they like to be
0: called. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I loved every every moment of that, um, and now I'm all caught up. So now I just have to wait. Every, so what are you wh- I, read I have now? to wait like a week for. Um, well, so that's my a big thing. Is like become
1: a Naruto guy.
0: Uh, well, I have a list of um, different Shonen that I want to read. When to hear, I want to yes, read. Yes, please. Um, so obviously One Piece, now that I've done One Piece, which is like 900 and almost 940 chapters. That's too
1: many chapters. Are they all good though? Yeah, like, man. Seriously? Honestly, you no. you
0: just, you just don't want to stop. That's it's good. It's so good just binging them. And uh, I feel
1: like that about like Blackjack and things like that. I'm like, there's no way the <laughs> next volume is going to be great. And then every volume I'm like, you did it again. It's so good. <laughs> like, there's
0: certainly moments where I'm like, oh boy, this fight's going on for way too long. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, because it is only just... I'm not waiting week to week for those fights. I'm sure it would have been frustrating when it was coming out, but now b- being able to binge it all—yeah, yeah—bingeing uh, b- yeah. someone's 20-year opus that's pretty in, cool. in a few months is insane. And, and just like that, I, I got—I I just ignored all other comics and video games and all other sources of media oh while I was reading it. Wow, that's We just t- for you. took over my life.
1: What happened to Hey Fan? Um, I just, just talk talked about-,
0: about talked about one piece a lot, and then because oh, nice. it's like, yeah, I should read it. <laughs> Every week, yeah, nice. Um, But uh, when it came, yeah, last we were meant to record last week, and um, I'd left it. I I, I pretty much caught up one piece, like midway through last week, Mm -hmm. and then uh, I just was like, I can't read fucking hundred comics in in between in the next two days before we were meant to record, so uh, I didn't. And I still didn't read all the comics I was meant to. But um, neither. I got we we got got tons to talk about. But yeah, now I want to um, obviously, like yeah, now that I've done like the biggest. The biggest kind of main shonen manga which is you know one piece 940 ish yeah. issues it doesn't really get bigger than that so even like the 700 chapters or whatever of dragon all the different iterations yeah. of dragon ball that's that's a cakewalk exactly <laughs> naruto's around 600 ish okay. um, but I, i'm doing one punch man now which okay, is cool, really cool, cool. fun I that's really good uh, I want to do Death Note, All You Need Is Kill, which is only 17 chapters. Siobhan. Oh, man, that's nothing. I can do that in Just a, in, watch the in movie with Tom
1: Cruise. It's great. <laughs> it's not great. It is great. Okay. I will fire you on that. I fucking It's like love starts great. I nah, be, that movie's great. Okay. I'm start to finish. I haven't <laughs> watched it in a while, but I stand by that. Tom
0: Cruise is uh, an angel. My Hero Academia, because everyone loves that one. Yep, yep, um, yep, yep. The Promised Neverland, which is another newish one. Okay. And only 130 chapters so far. Uh, Bakuman, which is like okay. one about making manga. manga.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So uh,
0: that seems fun and meta. Written
1: by the who
0: did One One Punch Man?
1: I was gonna say he's someone else's husband. Oh right. For my alchemist lady. Wow, um, cool. Don't don't pay attention to me. Don't b- get your manga people confused. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and finally, uh, Claymore is one that I've heard a lot of people uh, recommend. Yeah. yeah. Um, and cool. then obviously, yeah, Naruto and Dragon Ball at some point in my life.
1: I really want to read. I really want to get around to reading. Um, what's the basketball manga? Slam Dunk. Slam Dunk. I really want to read that. Yep. Um, I just finished uh, Nana. I was talking about it last time. Oh, think, yeah, as well. yeah. Cool. Ten volumes. So if anyone else has any uh, unfinished sure. masterpieces with which to taunt me, feel free to... Oh, fuck. <laughs> so
0: it's over. Like, they don't kind of do anymore. She's no.
1: never going to finish it ever. Damn. She, yeah. Um, but it's I, fucking great.
0: I also started one called The Prince of Tennis. Cool. Um, that sounds cool. really fun in camp and kind of f- um, filling that hole, that um, fence yeah, left yeah, yeah. left in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's good shit. And like that was the thing, like, reading one piece and this is, like, you know, ongoing... Like never ending, like you're struck by so many thoughts when you read a long form manga or comic like that. Like the biggest one for me is like, oh my god, imagine if Batman was ongoing for twenty years, yeah. or like a superhero comic was like ongoing, same art, sa- same writer at the very yeah. least.
1: Well, I mean, it's why something like Usagi Yojimbo is so like yeah. impressive and amazing. to Love us and, and Rockets, absolutely. Um, I stray bullets, comics, Strangers in Paradise. America. Yep. Yeah. All the Terrible stuff. Like. Yeah. Well, That's why it's, it feels so special and cool. But so,
0: yeah, th- that was like my biggest revelation. And ha- now, now that we don't have the pressure of doing the weekly show, I'm like, I, I-, I would love to just talk about more ongoing stuff on this podcast because I get way more out of reading it yeah, than yeah, the stressful yeah. nature of like, oh, fuck, what happened in the last issue of this? I don't know. It's on the king shelf I now. Like, like, I guess. And then having to talk about it like, I think this was good, I guess. I can't remember. <laughs> Whereas, you know. Yeah, if you if you want a review of of, of an in depth review of One Piece, call me any day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's on your on your voicemail. It's so good. It's yeah. it, it's just like it's just pure adventure fun. Car- brilliant cartooning, um, and I'm obviously writing my own series of, of not comics but like kids mm. junior novels now. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Contract is all signed now. I've Woo-hoo, even got my first advance payment.
1: Holy shit! Um, now you
0: have to do some work. Yeah, well, I've done the first book. So oh, now I'm gonna awesome. write the second. But um, my uh, obviously I, I wrote. And, and came up with the concept for this book long before I read or even knew what One Piece was about. But One Piece. Now
1: it's all changed. Well, no. Everyone's a pirate. So my
0: comic is about like um, uh, a, one kid um, who uh, hates eating vegetables, but when he does eat vegetables, he gets superpowers. Oh. And it's like, it's a you know, big, dumb, fun, mm-hmm. silly um, kids' comedy book about a kid with superpowers, but in, in order to get them, he has to do the one thing he hates doing more than anything else in the world. Um, Does it
1: get different superpowers dependent on vegetables? Yes, that's right. And so,
0: in the One Piece universe, everyone gets different superpowers based off of a different fruit that they eat. Okay. So Luffy, the main character, has stretchy powers because he ate the gum gum fruit. Nice. Um, but there's so many different fruits and different powers, and that's been quite influential on in my on my writing. That's cool. Like obviously not stealing stuff, but it is like stealing. Okay, yeah, you're right. Stealing. It's fine. It's what great artists do. It's called right? whitewashing, Shimon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, let's. So do that's been be fun. Yeah, you know, let's do first things first. Um, there's been quite a good. I, I'm because I'm, I'm like really trying to stay away from uh, from reading too many new series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, you know I, I am saving a lot of things for trade now. Um,
1: yes, but how do you know if something's gonna be good I unless know. you read the first issue?
0: So uh, one that we both read that uh, I know you're each in, each to talk about. You may have you even read the second issue of this already too. I think that came out this week. No, maybe? you know
1: what? I um, got sent an advanced PDF and I was like, no, I want to wait until it's in print <laughs> so I can get the full experience.
0: Um, from Image and Skybound, uh, at some point in the last six weeks, we've got the first issue of yes. Assassination, um, a book by Kyle Starks um, as writer and Erica Henderson on art.
1: Oh. Is she on, is
0: she colouring herself as well? I don't know. Uh, yeah, she is. Cool. That's awesome.
1: Wow. Well, Great. It looks incredible.
0: Um, of course, Erica Henderson we're most familiar with uh, after many years on uh, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which was coloured by Rico Renzi. Um, but, like, very uh, all-ages, kid-friendly book. Uh, this book, uh, Carl Starks wrote uh, Big Rock Candy Mountain um, and uh, a few other really fun comedic books um, over the past few years. Yep. He has one that's like just like a straight-up, like, 80s action movie, like, almost like the... Uh, yeah. What's it, Stallone? Un- not, what's it called? Inexpendables kind of like Expendables. His Expendables He kind of like his version of that it's way funnier highly yeah. recommend whatever that's called but Assassination is kind of almost like, like you know, a similar it's a
1: straight up 80s action movie
0: and it's all about a bunch of assassins that are hired to uh, protect someone who is under threat by another hitman
1: and this is like this issue was so fun like it was such a such a first issue, such a great introduction to this world, um, and the many, 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 many characters within it.
0: Yeah, the first page is a top 20, like the top 20 assassins ra- rankings worldwide. Um, so from, it's
1: kind of like a really funny John Wick.
0: Yeah, totally. So the number one is Fernando, and number 20 is Fuck Tarkington.
1: God, I love Fuck Tarkington so much. Come on. Come on, that's the funniest name in ages in and, a comic book. And so
0: some of them have like, you know, really hilarious assassin names, and then some of them are just called like Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meat Stick, Smush Walker, it's Red good, Scorpion, yeah. David Bowie Knife.
1: That's enough. Like, that's enough for me to already be like, yes, this is my favorite comic.
0: And this is Erica Henderson doing, like, really fun, gruesome action scenes. Yeah. Lots of people getting their heads blown open. Um, you know, there's very few of that top 20 assassins left at the end by the end of issue one. Um, and, uh, yeah, we kind of do spend some time with some of, the, some of that top 20 that, that, I guess, become the main characters moving forward.
1: And it's cool because um, even though it's like super action focused, super action heavy, there's still all those like brilliant Erica Henderson sort of quiet moments of comedy that are just, like, a crazy look on someone's face or something Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So good.
0: Super fun. Really, really great. Um, and the jokes all land. It's a great comedic yep. book, especially if... I know you haven't really been a massive fan of Kyle Starks in the past.
1: Yeah. This is this is easily my favourite thing he's ever done. I think um, it's so funny.
0: But as someone that was already a fan, this is, uh, yeah, probably my favourite thing he's done too. Yeah, yeah. It's killer. I can't wait to read that second issue. I, yeah. I would even read it in PDF.
1: Whoa. Well, I'm not going to send it to you <laughs> to encourage... A physical whatever. Oh, God. other image
0: number ones. Um, This is a weird one. Uh, We got the first quarterly issue of Lazarus. Oh, it's
1: quarterly. I like quarterly comics. Yeah,
0: they're great. Um, I just think
1: that's nice.
0: Normally, we get uh, a quarterly Mm -hmm, headlopper, which is a lot of fun. But uh, Lazarus, yeah, is written by Greg Rucker with art by Michael Lark. Uh, And it was a monthly book um, many years ago. um, Mm -hmm. That became less and less monthly as, uh, I guess, the the weight of doing a monthly book um, was really felt by artist Michael Lark. Um, and so, after a year of doing this um, kind of spin-off series called Lazarus X plus twenty-two, I think it was called, okay. uh, with guest artists on each issue, uh, while Lark was getting these issues ready. Um, yeah, they made the decision to make Lazarus a quarterly book now, and it's much bigger; it's sixty-four pages long with all kinds of crazy back matter. Um, it just
1: look it looks lovely as well, though, like really shiny cover, looks like a nice, like thick issue.
0: Yeah, and so Lazarus is, is, is a book about. Uh, you know, many years into the into the horrible future, uh, all of America is divvied up between different families who have a super-powered Lazarus, someone who can never die, as their main protector. And uh, the Lazarus for the Carlisle family, the main family, and the main character is the Lazarus. Her name is Forever. Um, and uh, this kind of... where. At, towards the end of a war that's been going on mm-hmm. between the families. Um, and uh, I've got no idea who's going to win, but um, a big part of it is the personal journey of Farever to learn about why she was created and who her real family is. Are they this fake, this fake family that, you know, she has to protect or is it the scientists that help create her? Cool. And she, uh, yeah, it's, it's revealed that she is, uh, she's the seventh Lazarus for the Carlisle family and then there's a young girl oh. who is known as Eight. Uh, yeah, so she's a character grim. now too. Yeah, it's pretty uh, dystopian.
1: Mm.
0: Um, but uh, this is a really, really great extended look at Lazarus and Greg Rucka in, in the back manner says like, it's actually really fun to write like this because you can tell a bigger story across one issue uh, when it comes to writing a you know a 64-page story as opposed, as opposed to a 32, 24. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. It's great. I really, really, really adjo- enjoyed this.
1: <laughs> yeah, it and- almost makes me... I want to read
0: Lazarus. This would be a really fun one to read and trade. Just binge yeah. through all of. Yeah. Even the, um, the spinoff book that came out last yeah, year. Oh, uh, all kinds of people we liked. Um, okay. I think, uh, I think Tula Latay did one issue. Okay. And, um, uh, who was the girl that came on towards the end of Rucker's Wonder Woman arc? That's now doing the, um, uh,
1: Bill Quisevely. They, Bill Quisevely ah, did one. Yeah.
0: And then a lot of other ones, people that we really, really enjoy. It was great. Cool. Um, is that it for image number ones? What else have we got in this big old pile? I have a
1: couple of no ones that you haven't read, and you have a couple of that I
0: have. Oh yeah, you've got you've got a few Im- image ones. Look at all these image ones you got. I know. I know. Fairyland, um, Fairy Lady, Fair, Fair lady. lady, not Fairy Fear Lady, Fair
1: Lady. By, written by Brian Shermer Scherma, who could say? Illustrated by Claudia Balboni, colored by uh, Marissa Louise.
0: Sorry, Claudia Balboni. Straight to the top ten best names in comics. It's right a good now. one.
1: <laughs> it's a really good one, and she's not bad. Also. As I, on the art. The Not art. Bad. Yeah. This is um so this is like they describe it as like a sort of um detective story in a slightly like post apocalyptic uh Lord of the Rings type world. Okay. So she's just a PI, solving crimes, um with her man sized cat friend. <laughs> um and this was like a strong first issue. I thought that this was uh the the main sort of story arc is like Pretty compelling, pretty interesting. The world that they set up, I really like the world building. I think they did it in like a nice sort of organic way. Um, The art's good. The panel layouts are interesting. Enjoyable.
0: Awesome. Cool. One
1: and a half thumbs up.
0: Great. Keep going.
1: Um, I also read Faithless. From Boom? Well, are we doing Boom? Does it matter? Oh, the image
0: ones? Well, you had another image book when, that you were that you were in the middle of. Did you finish that before oh, No, I
1: didn't, but really I can great. already tell it's got two thumbs up. Um, Little Bird, number one. This was like a really big release. A lot of people were very excited about this, I think. Um, this is written by... Uh, created by Ian Bertram and Darcy Van Pulgiest. Good.
0: <laughs> Ian Bertram, I remember from that awesome House of Something... The Dark Horse book. Yeah, yeah yes, 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 yes. It's a really, yes, really yes. good horror book written by... The Colin guy. Bunn. No. Well, he did do a Colin Bunn book as well, yeah. but before that, he did a book by... The, who was the writer on Superman um, for a while? He Brian was, Michael Bendis. No, he was really good for 25 issues and then suddenly started writing like pro-war.
1: Mark Wade. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I don't know. Um, anyway. He's currently
0: writing detective comics.
1: Oh, Tomasi? Yeah, Peter Tomasi. Peter
0: Tomasi and Ian Bertram wrote a really great five-issue miniseries.
1: Oh, yeah. Remember how weird those um, Superman comics were? Yeah. Hmm, Interesting. Um, Anyway, this is Little Bird, which is written by Darcy Van Polgeist, which is also a good name. um, Illustrated by Ian Bertram, Matt Hollingsworth on colors. And I am not all the way through this, but man, this is gorgeous. It looks like a, again, like a super post-apocalyptic, weird fantasy-influenced anti-church... Cool, cool shit. Yeah, it looks this. great. Looks I'm definitely great. stealing that off you. Definitely, once you, definitely. Um, once you finish it. check that
0: one out. Um, let's talk about a DC number one right now. Um, sure. Because they only put out one that I read in the last uh, few weeks, whereas Marvel put out like 20, and therefore they have to wait till last. Yeah, fuck you, Marvel. Um, we got the last of the um, four initial announcement, um, Wonder Comics, mm-hmm. um, which is the new kind of like the, the kind of like younger My skewing, yeah, younger adult uh, DC books, uh, all of which I've mostly enjoyed. Yeah. um Well, we've got, we had uh Young Justice, Naomi, Naomi um, Wonder Twins, and now Dial H for Hero, which is written by Sam Humphreys, with art by Joe Quinones.
1: Okay, um, I did miss this. So oh man, tell me all about it.
0: It's so good. Like, have you read any of the Dial H for Hero stuff in the past?
1: Uh, here and there, nothing that like really stands out to me. I've always like been interested, and then picked up the first issue and been like, eh, this isn't. This doesn't blow me away. So
0: the concept is there's this magic phone. Yeah. And when you dial it and dial H for hero, you either turn into a hero or you summon a hero that helps you depending on who's writing the book.
1: Also great. And
0: in this book, we in this this iteration, um, we uh, meet Miguel, who um, when he was young, uh, almost drowned and was saved by a spy, uh, Superman. Ah. And then he lives his entire life trying to uh, find something that gives him the same thrill that being saved by Superman gave him. Oh, And, uh, while (laughs) doing a daredevil, daredevil act on his motorbike, on his, sorry, sorry, on his bike, doing a jump, he falls into a, like a ravine and on the way down a magical phone materializes and he dials it. And, um, we get this amazing transition from, you know, Joe Quinone's usual beautiful art, Mm -hmm. um, which is so well suited to a YA kind of uh, story, but then when he becomes this new hero, um, First of all, it's oh, like cool. it cycles through all the other people that have been affected by the dial H, um, uh-huh. the, the H dial phone in the past, which includes like Harley Quinn and Alfred and Lobo, many others. Lobo, um, and then uh, we see him become a new hero called Monster Truck. Oh, cool! And the artwork suddenly turns into this like kind Super of like Super
1: Liefeld. yeah. Look but at like the crotch,
0: it's really really great. Sinquin owners do like a yeah, like a Liefeld style. That's fun. Um, Oh, that's a fun! fun yeah, oh, fun so, him that. so yeah, he becomes this like hilarious kind of massive monster truck dude, and then has to escape town because instead of only just saving himself, he then like just destroys a bunch of cars. Nice. <laughs> so he nice. and a girl that he meets has to have to escape in a mayo truck because his his uncle runs a mayo truck, uh, like a food truck that only serves products made out of mayonnaise.
1: Awful. Yeah. That's terrible. Horrendous. Only made out of mayo? That's terrible. That's yeah. a bad idea for a food truck. But this is
0: like, of all of the, um, the new Wonder Comics series, I thought this was probably the strongest first issue. Um, and really, really fun. I'm definitely going to stick with this one. Yeah, cool. I've, uh, I've dropped Young Justice. <coughs>
1: um yeah, yeah. They did like I'm an finding am- Young Justice like hard. I, I
0: found that first issue so fun. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, you can't maintain that kind of not really explaining anything, just having like oh, I'm this character, now I'm this yeah. character. Punch, 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 punch. I want that. That's what most shonen is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't need anything <laughs> more than that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, um, the whole
1: like uh, Superboy has a baby or something. Yeah, and
0: then like all the it's Amethyst Gemworld stuff. Gemworld just sucks. Yeah.
1: No offense to anyone who likes Gem World. But I find it boring. Yeah, it's, it, I don't it, really it, understand it.
0: It's for me it's just like the fantasy thing. I can't I just get out of my comics.
1: I still like I don't like princesses. I don't I don't like royalty. I don't okay. like the monarchy. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but Dial H for Hero had none of that shit and I really enjoyed it and wanted nice. to be sticking with this series.
1: Cool.
0: Um, did you read Ronan Island? I did. Boom Studios put this one out with uh, written by Greg Pak, uh, Giannis Gianus Milon Gianus.
1: Nailed well, it.
0: Probably uh, Jim's not here right now, so the there's no uh, Greek mafia that's gonna get angry at me for getting it wrong.
1: Always listening.
0: Um, definitely not called the mafia too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ronin Island is uh, a book about uh, like a an island that um, has uh, lots of people that are training to become Ronins, I guess. Um, yeah.
1: And it's like it is a, uh, like it's an independent island after the Shogun Falls. Yeah. And so they're like loads of different uh, people from different, cultures and different ethnicities and they're all working together to make this island the best place it can possibly be
0: and then so one day um someone comes representing the shogun and demands that they uh pay him to keep them safe mm-hmm. and they're like we thought the shogun was dead why would we pay you you weird imposter mm. and then suddenly monsters attack
1: the zombies or some shit oh no
0: um this was cool yeah um, yeah I, th- I thought this was good i just i was like why how come there's no one asian working on this book
1: Great pack is asian wow why do you think all of his characters are Asian all the time? Not that you have to be Asian to write Asian characters. No, of course not. But I
0: actually had no idea. There you go. Fuck. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah, I take it back. I take a backpack. Backpack. This episode's called Backpack. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. I thought this was like a cool first issue.
0: Yeah, cool. All right, that, that, the context of that it makes it makes a lot yeah, more sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> Always do research before you say something. I <laughs> oh, actually never do research never do before research. saying it on the podcast. Never do research. Um, I'll probably stick with this. It's 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 cool. I was just like, if, I guess I was kind of like reading all the Japanese, all the manga on the yeah, Shonen App, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like this is like kind of hitting those boxes too. And I'm like, well, why don't I just, just keep reading the Shonen yeah. stuff?
1: Well, I think I think that is also fair. Having read the second issue, it's still it's still enjoyable, but I'd probably much rather just read like Lone Wolf and Cub. Do you sure. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Faithless
0: is a new boom book as a well. New boom
1: book from Brian Azarello and Maria Lovett, and so, it is described as an erotic depiction of faith, sex, and something.
0: So this sounded interesting. The art looks awesome. Azarello's name attached to this. Uh, yeah. After not running anything that I've liked in close to a decade yeah, yeah, i guess yeah. wonder woman was the last thing he wrote that i liked uh especially it being like a sex comic i'm like oh man i'm pretty good on this yeah. hey
1: <laughs> literally everything about it lines up except for the story like it looks great maria lovett is amazing the colors are like gorgeous um I, she does her own colors as well like it looks great if you're like a fan of it's like midway between brandon graham and um, milo minara I oh cool say. awesome but i just don't care about brian Nasserello's kinks at all. What are they? And I'm not interested in lesbians. And I'm not interested in his um, take on this like erotically charged lesbian relationship that's also like a grosser... Oh, Is
0: that Bugs?
1: Yeah. Look, she's Bugs Lady. It's a Bugs Lady. Oh, that's horrible. I'm, I didn't finish it. <laughs> um, yes, I I got bored of it, which, you know, that should, that should really line up for me. It's like <laughs> religion, weird eroticism, but no, nah, it just didn't work. Damn. Yeah.
0: Um, Invisible Kingdom is the new uh, book written by G Willow Wilson, best known for her uh, Ms Marvel stuff, yep. and uh, more recently Wonder Woman over D- DC, uh, with art by Christian Ward, um, who uh, we've really enjoyed on that Matt Fraction Odyssey, Odyssey, o- yeah, Odyssey, and also uh, Black Bolt with yep. uh, what's his name,
1: Saladin Ahmed. That's
0: the one. Um, this one comes out through Dark Horse's Burger Books imprint, um, and uh, it's a you know a pretty high concept sci-fi cult. Kind of book Okay So very different To everything that G. Willow Wilson's done In the past And perfectly suited To Christian Ward's art style Sounds Hickman-y Yeah That's actually not Yeah But like a lot more um, Character based Like you know Hickman's characters Are all quite cold There's a yes. lot of warmth To the characters That G. Willow Wilson is written nice. <laughs> Yeah um, It's still a cold world Yeah But the characters within it Or at least the main character um, Who spends the majority Of this book um, Making a pilgrimage Blindfolded through a town In which no one Wants to help her Um yeah, she has a lot more warmth to her than your average Hickman character. Uh, this is cool. It was good to see was and do something very, very different feeling. And I imagine was pretty, must have been quite nice for her to write too. Yeah. Are you yeah. going to keep reading? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. probably when, right.
1: am I allowed, when am I allowed to talk about how excited I am about Hickman doing...
0: X-Men. X-Men. May as well just do it now. Why not? I'm really excited about that. Okay, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said so. Yeah, it's thanks. very brave to get X-Men. out there and say it. But you are someone that's enjoying the current X-Books, as I imagine you'll get to later in Marvel. But
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it, enjoying is probably a strong word. Um, but yeah,
0: well, we can talk about an X-Men book right now because I was very excited about, um, oh, yeah. uh, Leah Williams yeah. on extremists, which is the only book in the age of X-Men stuff that I've started reading. Cause now the X-Men live in on their own planet. Um, and, uh, Siobhan says it's real fun. Um, <laughs> uh, but
1: <laughs> look real fun. I think, I think my problem is that I find the central concept so like, Fruity and entertaining, that I'm willing to forgive a lot of like really terrible comic books.
0: Sure. So, Liam Williams wrote this one with um, pencils by Jorge Gianti and uh, inks by Roberto Poggi, colors by Jim Cheralampidis.
1: My so, main problem with this is Josh Gianti, who I don't love. Yeah, he I He was Buffy crazy about for like art. 10 years. Uh, um, right. And I never enjoyed it. This
0: reminds Buffy. me a lot of that. What was that um, really cool ex like. X school book that always had like very strange artists doing. For the most part, it was good, but then the, the, the was there was it.
1: Was it the, the um? Was it was it the recent astonishing series that the, was like led by Jubilee and Chamber? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, and this I, I thought it was going to be a
0: similar book. similar vibe, but um, I, I it I, it was it relied too much on me knowing what the fuck was going on in the Age of X Men yeah, world. Yeah, this is
1: a confusing book, and I like I really thought that this was like Leah Williams. Like
0: she's here. Everybody This is her perfect yeah, yeah. job.
1: This is going to, she's going to knock it out of the park. And I really didn't enjoy this issue. No, nah. I was bummed out by that.
0: So yeah, I I, I, I kind of thumbed through the second issue of this too. And it's really not for me. unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Yep. Same.
0: Um, but lucky for me, Marvel decided to release 400 other, um, comics this, this, this month. Woo-hoo. Um, and, uh, let's talk about, obviously we should talk about war of realms, yeah, I guess. It, uh, so this is the, like, you know, the, the ultimate coming together of everything that Jason Aaron and, and uh, some of it Russell Dorderman have been working on and Matthew Wilson uh, obviously Jason Aaron has been on Thor God since the all new all different or was it just called Marvel Now when that when his Thor run started when it was that great I don't era remember of it. it was, it was so a long so time ago thingies. but he, here we are this, this seems like him coming to, to the end of his Thor run yep. um, with a massive event
1: probably he's gonna finish up in Marvel for a little while after this isn't he
0: oh, he's doing Conan uh, ah
1: yeah. yeah fuck his Conan's good yeah it really um, is
0: um, so yeah, War of, War of Realms is the, it's the second big event that Jason Aaron has written since Original Sin, which oh, was yeah. not well received, but I think has enough fun little character moments in it to be like a passable yeah, Marvel event. Yeah, the first event.
1: couple of issues were really good. Especially event. the, the really Doctor Strange so
0: and Punisher team up was yes. super fun. Yeah.
1: Anything with the, who's the dude who's just the big eyeball? The yeah, eye? Uh, Orb. Is the Orb. Orb. The yeah. Orb. I love
0: that guy. Yeah, he's really good and uh, a great, great, great character in uh, Jason Aaron's Ghost Rider run too. Um, it's also the second like very Thor-centric event since Matt Fraction's. Um, what was that event called? Uh, damn it!
1: I don't remember that it was at like, all. It was like the one where like. What um, did Matt Fraction
0: do? It was massive. It was. Um, it was. It was the. Secret con- Invasion. No. Civil War Two. No. <laughs> Just naming random ones. <laughs> Um, hold on, let's see. Um, everyone's screaming at it. Like it was this, but no one really no one really, like refers to this one. You got your computer in front of you. Matt Fraction, I'm typing it in. I love that we yeah, both probably search be about faster. it. Um, Is it
1: good that neither of us are feeling? <laughs> um, Ma- Ma- Matt Fraction Marvel,
0: Marvel event. Fear itself.
1: Oh yeah. That wasn't great, was it?
0: No, it had some cool moments in it, like um uh, Tony Stark gives up his sobriety. Um, oh yeah, that was like a, a cool moment, like to, to like as a sacrifice, so that he then be can then be given a weapon or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was a, that was a lot about like all of the the Thor, like the realms, in, like all the other all the superheroes in the Marvel universe right. interacting yeah. with all the Thor shit.
1: That just made me realize how much Matt Fraction's Iron Man was about Matt Fraction. That's all Matt Fraction comics are. <laughs> I love his Iron Man run. I love his Iron yeah, Man. One.
0: That was such a good run. Anyway,
1: that's all.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's 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 a. <laughs> Well, anyone that like, you can tell took a lot of influence from Warren Ellis always writes themselves into the yeah, yeah, comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, War of the Realms. Um, here we are, this big event. Um, I thought it was fun.
1: Yeah, first I issue. I really enjoyed it.
0: We have uh, Russell Dorderman returning. Russell Dorderman killing it. An incredible art, art Adams ca- cover as well. Yes. Wrap around cover, uh, which is very appreciated.
1: Very beautiful. Um, um, good, good, silly. Lots of Thor, lots of Loki being. Terrible or is he? Yeah, now totally. he is, or is
0: he? What I liked about this is that this just felt like an epic Thor story yeah. featuring other Marvel characters. I think the the, the the upcoming issues are gonna be a lot more Marvel Universe centric, as yep. um there's tons of spin off stuff which I don't think you're gonna have to you're gonna need to Read?
1: No, there's like way too many. There's like sixty something spin-offs. But if
0: you are reading them, let me know which ones are the good ones in our Facebook group. facebook.com slash group slash yeah, series. Yeah. podcast yeah, we talk
1: about the first one of them um, in a second. Oh yeah, perfect. But the thing I want to say was um just to steal a uh hot take from everyone's favourite King's Comics employee, Scotty. Um he was like, This reminds me of like really classic um Marvel events. Uh, he was like it sounds it reminds him of Atlantis attacks okay so like where just it's like just Atlantis attacks now it's just like the realms attack yeah great we just get all the team together and Spider-Man's there and they all fight some trolls fucking yes Jason Aaron writes that's kind of exactly what I want
0: a really fun Spider-Man he does write a fun Spider-Man and I liked I liked that like all of the Thor characters all the ones that are still alive anyway but I liked that we got like you know you have Jane Foster and you have Thor's mum yeah Thor's mum he's like a (laughs) prominent character is it Freya, Freya is Freya. Lady Freya. Um, is, is she a... prefers Thor's mum. Yeah, she does. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, it's better Thor's mom. Rather, rather be known as Thor's mom than Odin's husband, Odin's wife. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. actually true. <laughs> um,
1: man, I finally saw it Into the Spider Verse as well. It's great, right? It's fucking amazing. Oh, about time. Good <laughs> lord. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know I you, loved hate, it. you hate superhero movies, but that is a particularly fun <laughs> and different one. Yes, I would like all superhero movies to be animated, please. Oh, I've Thank been you. saying that forever, but it like
0: I'll, so I'll make I, I, I've, I've I've can forgive so much in the you know other. You saw saw Captain Marvel, right? You thought it was fine. I did.
1: I thought it was absolutely fine. (laughs) I'll keep my opinions about it to myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that sounded like me. I was telling you what your opinion is. You thought it was fine. End of discussion. End
1: of conversation.
0: (laughs) I love bumping into you after, like, we've both been to the same premiere. Yeah. And I'm like, what'd you think? And you're like, (laughs) (laughs) eh. It was fine. It was fine. But even the the ones that I consider really bad, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Suicide Squad,
1: you're like, yeah, yeah. i a bit. That was a bit... I like, the, I like Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> um, I read War of the Realms Journey into Mystery, issue one, which is right. the one that everyone's really excited about because it's written by some bros called the McElroys. Do you know who they are? The McElroys? The McElroys. The McElmoors. Whatever. I don't know. What did they write? Um.
0: They're the TV guys, aren't
1: they? The t- or they're comedy guys?
0: No, I think they're t- these are TV guys. I would or know they're comedy guys.
1: You know all comedy. I know all comedy, guys. Is that guys. what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm well, going to Google this right now. The McElroys. Are. Who are the McElroys?
0: I bet they wrote some TV show that we've never even heard of.
1: Oh, he's a video game journalist. What? Is that really this... Is this the dude?
0: They wrote, Troy's, <laughs> they wrote Trolls 2.
1: They wrote Trolls 2. Here we go.
0: McElroys writer.
1: And it's McElroy. Fuck you, I was right. Is it really
0: McElroy? Griffin yes. McElroy.
1: They literally, they are three brothers and they do a, they do the Adventure Zone right. podcast. They podcast do
0: megastars.
1: Fucking hell.
0: Okay, we were all wrong. I guess they are closer to comedians than they are TV writers though.
1: I'm right. Um, anyway, it's written by them and drawn by Andre Lima Arejo? Arujo, Rojo. who I recognize their work, but I can't quite put my finger... On what they've done.
0: He just thinks like a solid dude that shows up on Avengers and X-Men books. Yes. Yep.
1: Um, and this should be a book that like, this should be great. It's like a road comic with Kate Bishop, Death Lockett. Oh, love. no
0: way. Death Lockett's back. Awesome.
1: Wonder Man. Great. Great. Miles Morales, a baby. thor <laughs> And some who's, who's the baby? Just a baby. It's just a baby. Okay. Uh, who is the baby? I forget who. The, oh, the baby is Thor's new sister.
0: Oh, yeah. That's weird.
1: Yeah, that's weird, right? Yeah. Is that Did that happen in I, anything else? I don't think so. Because I don't, I don't it just, like, I, felt, I feel like I've been reading all of the Thor books. Yeah, me too. I definitely have been. leading up to this. And then it was like, Lady Freya was like, by the way, I had a kid. And you're like, weren't you, like, dead or in a coma for, like, two years or something? I really don't understand where this That's uh, how babies from. happen, right? I was like, yeah, fuck it. I wish, mate. I wish I was in a coma. <laughs> um at least i'd get some sleep anyway this was like too confusing too much dialogue for my taste um didn't make enough sense
0: oh damn it that's annoying
1: yeah yeah i probably won't read issue two but feel free to tell me why you think it's great and i will continue is that good? Yeah, that's but great. there's some cool shit coming out like Strike Force um with Brian Hill and Lionel Francis you. I'll read that. Okay. The and Dark Elf
0: Realm. Yeah, they're just sending different heroes to different realms, right?
1: Uh yes. Um and Strike Force: The Land of Giants with Tom Taylor and Jorge Molina. I love Dennis
0: Hopeless act. doing uh Strike Force: The War Avengers. That looks fun. Does it? Sure. War Avengers. Is that Weapon H? That's so funny.
1: That is Weapon H, Weapon <laughs> H. Captain Britain, Britain. Deadpool, Sif, Black Widow. Marvel.
0: I'm on board. Winter Soldier. So all these things. I'm, I'm, it's always like, yeah, whatever. hold on. Yeah, a yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. I'll
1: read it That's
0: me. how I feel about all Marvel comics. Yeah, yes. So it, it is crazy when one, like, that I didn't have high expectations for, turns out to be like one of my favorite books that I've read so Amazing. far this year, and that is Meet the Scrolls. Okay, I did not get to this. So This is written by Robbie Thompson, with art by Nico Henricon. Um, Henry Sean. Both of um,
1: whom I very much like.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah, Robbie Thompson's done all kinds of great stuff on, on Spider Books over the years, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Nico Henrich uh, on Ms. Marvel for a little bit, was it? Other stuff? I can't remember. Some good but stuff. Good. Yeah. A name that I uh, associate with being good. Um, and Meet the Scrolls, I mean, the c- closest thing to, refer, to compare it to because it is. Um, Fan drama. It's like a family It's like a bunch of You know Outsiders pretending to be Humans and living in Suburbia So it does feel like Tom King's The Vision run Except this is a family Of Skrulls mm-hmm. Pretending to be Regular old humans And the, uh, the girl who is Pretending to be The teenage daughter um, Is trying Is having trouble Being a teenage girl And going mm. to Going to school And making friends it's And all that tough. kind of thing And so while All the other Skrulls Are like you know Yep reporting Like for Judy Here's all the carnage That I, that I wrecked You know blah 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 mm. She's just like oh i'm having trouble at school and they're like she's a failure and then meanwhile there's someone this like shadowy figure that's out to just kill all scrolls no matter who they're shapeshifted to look like um and you know she gets in she, th- like he can tell whenever someone uh transforms from a from into different things because of the technology he has mm-hmm. so that's like, this ongoing threat um none of the family really accept her Aww. it's just it's so good it's like oh a that little,
1: sounds so good it's, yeah I, also like a huge bummer
0: yeah, but it's not, it's kind of written more, f- it's, it's, it's very quick moving. Okay. Um, so it's still fun. feels like a fun adventure and there's great cliffhangers in, in both of the issues that have been come out so far. This is yeah, far and away the, the best uh, Marvel book that I've started this year. Yeah, cool. Um, and uh, you know how many come out every week. So okay, that, a, a, is, that is saying a, a lot. A
1: billion and one, almost like they're destroying the rest of the industry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Age of Conan, Belit. Yeah. How do you say her name? Belit? billet, Belit. belit, well, belit. Really Whatever. What is it? What is it when it had a little th- little dash above the e like that? Bay, Be- baylet.
1: Maybe yeah. Be-lit?
0: yeah. Um So uh, this is a uh, a book about uh, the the girl that Conan lost. The it's it's his girl. The, the only girl that it's Conan different. ever lo- ever loved, and of course she got fridged. Classic, um, but we—I've never read a book about her. She's like—I think she was called, like, referred to as like the pirate queen or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how he describes her. Uh, but this is a new book uh, written by Teeny Howard, with up by Kate Niemczyk, um, who uh, we enjoyed a lot on her. Mm-hmm, um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Wait, is she, she's yeah, she's uh, what's her name? Mer, she did the art on Chelsea Kane's yeah, um, yeah, 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 Mockingbird yeah, yeah, series, yes. yeah, and she's uh, also
1: doing um, Mani, the, the one about yeah. periods.
0: <laughs> um, but Age of Conan Belit is. Um, yeah, like a, a pretty fun, uh, I guess, kind of look at how she got started and became the Pirate Queen. Oh,
1: yeah. Was, um, it, was it enjoyable?
0: Yeah, it was enjoyable. I'm, I definitely hit... I'm reading too many Conan comics. Uh, what? <laughs> because I, I kind of... Yeah. I, and this is like... Two
1: Conan comics is actually my maximum. I had
0: to drop the Jerry Duggan one.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not, not as good. just called Savage
0: Sword of of Conan. Yeah.
1: You know what? I get. I get very... I get very drawn in by the covers. <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: They're awesome covers. Jason Aaron's is far and away the best of them. Yeah, it's because, really good. But every because Azra
1: is, yeah, just killing it. But
0: even like when he does uh, issues that have guest artists on them, like I love that every issue is just like it's a brand new story. Yes, that only kind of links to the main story in the last few pages. It's my favorite thing. It's great. It feels like an anthology.
1: It feels yeah. like the early seasons of Buffy. Oh.
0: Ah, there you go. Yeah, in a funny way. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Bleed... Age of Conan Elite uh, is is not uh, really about you know that that kind of format. It is telling an ongoing story of how this it's the origin story, I guess, for this character that we know is going to die. Yeah. Uh, so it is I've, there is a, a small amount of pointlessness to it, but uh, I think it's well written and the art is great.
1: Nice. Yeah. Do you know there's a manga called like Mrs P or something that's about like an anthropomorphized period <laughs> coming in and causing havoc. Cool. That's all.
0: And, that, and that's a Conan character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah
1: great. Yeah. Man, I wish. <laughs>
0: Uh so I've got two Spider-Man uh books.
1: Okay. Let's talk about the bad one first. Great. I didn't read either of these. So here Um me. Spider-Man games continue to be bad? Yes. Well yeah, but
0: here's the thing. So Spider-Man City at War is the game kind of based on the Spider-Man PS4 game last year, which I really enjoyed the story of. Um it's written by Dennis Hopeless Hallam uh with yep. art by Michelle Bandini and colors by David Curio. That is a great lineup.
1: That is a great of lineup of
0: creators. Um and then on in the corner it's like Gamerverse, and the e is like a d-pad from a from a controller um it's like why (laughs) the fuck would you do this cool you don't have that many video games to warrant this this subtitle anyway yeah there's no other big marvel video games until that avengers one eventually comes out never but um so spider-man city of war is yeah like 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 moment for moment recreating the the story in, in the Spider-Man PS4 game. And like, I don't, I guess if you absolutely love that video game, this is like a great bit of, you know, merch to show how big a fan you are. Um, but unless you haven't played the the game and you know, it's a good story. I just, I I don't know. This is is kind of the same as like a film adaptation for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're
0: never as good as just reading a normal comic. It's just weird that hopeless is doing this.
1: I mean, like I'm into it. If they're at least like putting big name talent on books like sure, this, that's like true. at least give it give it a red hot go, yeah, or something.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so finally, from Marvel, um, we have Spider-Man Life Story, which is a new book that is going to uh, go like almost like like Spider-Man living in real time. We check in with him every decade, and ah. so the first issue is called the '60s.
1: So is he aging in real time? Yeah, cool.
0: Which is a great. Uh, uh, book comic called uh, Superman Batman Generations oh. I think it was written by John Byrne there are two two editions of it That's fun. and it's every 10 years but it's from yeah from like the 30s all the way through to like the 2000 the 2030s mm. and so you but and it's like all about like the different generations of who wears the mask and like it's oh, so good so, so much, so much so fun, fun. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't know how far they're going to go with this one, but it's written by Chip Zdarsky with um, art on this issue by Mark Bagley, which is a great fit for a 60s uh, feeling Spider-Man mm-hmm. book. We have John, D- John Dell and Frank D'Amata uh, rounding Isn't off Mark the career. Is Mark actually doing all of it? I don't think so. Is he? I don't, he? Maybe he is. I hope not. But this is actually, this is good Bagley for sure because it suits the yeah, style it of looks story. Yeah, really nicely coloured. Yeah, it's beautifully coloured. And inked. Um, We have, yeah, inks by John Dell and Frank DeMarta on colors. Um, And so this is set in 1962. And so, uh, sorry, 1966. And so Spidey's had his powers for four years. Everyone knows who Spider-Man is. um, But he's still, um, he's just out of school. Mm -hmm. And as as Peter Parker, um, all of his friends are being drafted. And he is going, Mm. shit, does Spider-Man need to go fight in the war? Do I need to take myself over to Vietnam and whip away? Jesus. Um, and so he's kind of like, yeah, he's dealing with that as Flash Thompson gets sent off. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, of course, he and Peter Parker don't get on anyway. You have um, uh, Norman Osborn as the main kind of like threat who works out Peter's identity in this issue. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it ends with like this uh, strange moment where uh, like he, you know, he talks to Captain America, who, of course, is a war hero first and foremost. And is like, you know, kind of gives gives Spider-Man a different take on, you know, should that, that, you know Spider-Man fighting. Um, right. In the in the war that is, um, and does it ends he say, on a really does he cool. Go to the war. Well, no, he doesn't, and then it, it actually. Out of character. It ends with um, uh, in 1967 with uh, with basically like American troops fighting Captain America. So it's not oh. just about Spider Man. Um, it looks like this series is going to be about like Marvel Universe o- over ten years, really, like, reacting to the political and and uh, timely events of each decade.
1: Well, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, really interesting. Great, great writing by Chip and uh, great art by um, Bagley. Nice. I hope it does oh, that's nice. change up um, each, each issue. I that think would be Mark cool.
1: Bagley might be doing a whole series. Okay. okay.
0: Well, whatever. The, the Chips and Asky covers for this one's great, but the Very next good. one is set in the 70s. Give me one get one guess of the image they've chosen for the 70s.
1: Um, it's a
0: disco ball, but it's a uh, pumpkin disco, disco ball. Uh, <laughs> that's a good cover.
1: That's
0: good. Um, Cool. We've got a few more number ones to get through. Uh, Back to Dark Horse. Yep. Um, And you've got She Could Fly.
1: Yeah. So I read um, from Burger Books, the Dark Horse imprint. Um, I read She Could Fly, The Lost Pilot. So this is the follow-up to She Could Fly um, by Christopher Cantwell, art by Martin Morazo, colors by Miroslav Merva, letters by Clem Robbins. And this is about our girl whose name is... I don't remember what her name is.
0: Her name is Sheikui. Luna. Fly.
1: Luna Brewster, um, who has that thing where she imagines the worst possible thing that she could possibly do and horrible things happening to people around her all the time and is terrified that she's going to become a murderer. Yep. And then there's also a story arc about a scientist who taught herself to fly- And then another scientist who wants the secret to it, and his prostitute girlfriend. Um, That was
0: all. That'll happen in the first four issues of this uh, initial miniseries,
1: which was like probably my favorite comic of last year. I think. Yeah, it was like totally incredible. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, And how's this? This was really good. Great. This didn't blow me away as much as that series did, but like I love getting to see where these characters are now. Lots of super unexpected stuff happens. If you love like, you know, this. Like when people are like, "Oh, it's the golden age of TV. I'm like, but people are doing this shit in comics. And this reminds me of like one of those super high production, amazing TV shows that has so many story arcs and they're all equally compelling. Um, And you forget about all of them and you forget about about these characters and they show back up and you're like, oh my God, I forgot totally. And the art is like beautiful and perfect and very expressive. Who
0: we also see on Ice Cream Man. He's just so good. Yep.
1: Um, Yeah. I just love this book. I love this book. I think everyone should be reading it.
0: Yeah, looking forward to reading this issue. It's in my pull list for this week. pick up the trade. Yeah, definitely the first one. One of the best things that came out last year. Yeah. Um, Also from Dark Horse, we got the first and second issue of Black Hammer 45, Mm. which is the latest uh, spin-off series um, from Jeff Lemire's Black Hammer Universe, uh, co-written by Jeff Lemire and Ray Fork. So the first one that Jeff Lemire wasn't the primary writer on. In fact, this was written by him and the script is by Ray Forks. Okay. But then we have Matt Kint and Charlene Kint. Uh, on art duties for this uh, issue as well, and letters by Marie Enger. And this is, I guess, Jeff Lemire and uh, and Ray Fawkes take the Black Hammer take on the Blackhawks, the uh, DC yes. World War Two uh, soldiers, some of whom had vague superpowers. Or
1: like, no, I think they were just were they just soldiers? well, some some, some Isn't of not the real superpower? Yeah,
0: so these guys are the Black Hammer, Black Hammer Forty Five crew. They're like the Black Hammers. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they have to do with the Black Hammer superhero. It hasn't really been established yet, if there there is anything. Um, But it's funny that both of these things would exist in the same universe, but who cares? Um, But yeah, they they are fighting the Germans who have superpowered humans and, uh, and weird Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. things on their side as do um the allies Uh, this
1: is the first black hammer book that i haven't loved so i i
0: I read the i read tried to read the first issue um last week and i was like i felt exactly the same way and then on the train on the way over here i was like no there's no way i don't like a black hammer book and i reread it and i really really enjoyed it
1: okay maybe i didn't give it. it it was like it's wordy yeah and issue two i have to say i enjoyed more yeah definitely um and so I'll probably keep reading it anyway because I love all the Black Hammer books. But this is probably, for me, the least compelling one.
0: Yeah, I mean, it definitely... It doesn't feel like it's written with a deft hand of Lemire. Yeah. Ray like, Fawkes is a writer I like, but yeah, it's 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 him, I think, being too close to the kind of story that they're trying to write. Those yeah. are very wordy Silver Age war comics.
1: And I just don't know if Matt Kint... Like, I really, really like Matt Kint, but I just don't know if his art is necessarily suited to something that is this, like, fast-paced and action-heavy. Sure. Because it just, like... It's frantic, but and it but it also seems quite slow. Right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah, sure. No, I get that for sure. I would definitely give this uh, issue another another chance. Yeah, um, okay. because it is some good shit.
1: That's always going to be
0: good. Yeah, definitely. And I you think know, it's fun just having this like constantly expanding universe from the Black Hammer books, which yeah. I've I've always enjoyed. What do you got next?
1: Um, so I read a couple of other things from AfterShock, um, Orphanage Issue One by Ted Anderson and Nuno. Nuno Platti, Um on art. And this is a post-apocalyptic world set 20 years after all of the grown-ups die and the kids have to, um, you know, remake society. Yeah. Um, so, like, a uh, fairly straight-down-the-middle post-apocalyptic story, kind of like a Walking dead Sort of vibes, but the art's really nice. Oh, it looks fun. Yeah, it's actually really good fun. I it's did like a, enjoy it's this a first fun issue.
0: Ap- zombie apocalypse book.
1: Where about all the parents dying? That sounds good. Do you die if you're just automatic? Like, do you automatically die if you're a parent, or what if you're old and no, you don't have? There are old people in the Walking Dead books. Adults. No, it's not like it's not exactly like Walking Dead. Oh, all right. It's like in this in this world. Died. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, enjoyable. I will continue to read that.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, I read Sabrina the Teenage Witch number one. Uh, From Archie Comics. Um, This is uh, another little reboot. Uh, But with a great creative team on this one, we have Kelly Thompson uh, on writing duties. um, Making her debut on Archie, I think. I don't think she's done an Archie book before. She's a great fit. Um, This is the most in line with her Nancy Drew stuff that she's done in the past.
1: Good fun. (coughs) She had a good voice for Nancy Drew.
0: And I think she has an even better one for Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, This is the most... I mean, it's, it's, it's way more in line with the Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which I was expecting, uh, which I think is a good thing. Uh, you know, obviously we have a very edgy Sabrina on our televisions at the moment. Um, it's not quite like the, the spooky, chilling adventures of um, Comic, mm-hmm. but uh, it's, it's a bit more kind of, I don't know, how would you describe it? Have you ever watched
1: any of it? No. Right. Apparently
0: it is quite good. It's a lot better than, than uh, Riverdale but uh, I was this I was fun I was uh, excited to see that this is actually like almost like a light comedy yeah uh, it has Sabrina a cute book
1: it has a cute Salem on the cover
0: um art is by Veronica Fish and her oh brother man, Andy why Fish didn't pick up? um and then we have Jack Morelli as well um and uh Man, this was lots and lots of fun. That um, sounds like fun. It's Sabrina going to a new school, starting her first day of new school. And of course, there are, there's mean girls. Hell yeah. She's, she's, been, she's sworn that she won't do any spells, but she does some spells. And then uh, one of the spells accidentally fuses two, uh, brother, a brother and sister together and shows their true self, which is a Wendigo monster.
1: Oh, shit. Which
0: attacks her and her new friend. Um, and it's it was just a lot of fun.
1: That sounds fun. Um, Veronica uh, Fish is such a great fit.
0: Definitely, yeah. But both, I mean, both Kelly and, and Veronica are great fits for, for a Sabrina book. And, uh, I mean, I, I just, I, I think the, I love Sabrina, her kind of, you know, just this mm, design, that yes. headband, that short blonde bangs. Yep. Like, it's, a, it's a great little design and, and, and Veronica Fish's take on it is awesome. Yeah, that's um, so nice. It's that's great. That looks great. And it's not Kelly Thompson in quippy mode at all. There's no. She's
1: gotten a lot like more leveled out or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's some characters that she writes should be quip machines for Course. sure. But, but not Sabrina the Teenage Witch and that's no. not what we get here. And it's, it's great because of it.
1: Oh, great.
0: Yeah. Um, big recommend for, um, for me on this one. From me, for you.
1: Um, you know what I read issue one of as well? I think it's self-published. I'll have to double check. Um, and it's not... Um, Sorry.
2: Not
0: your granddaddy's comic. Is that what you're going to say?
1: <laughs> it's not, like, it is about nine or so issues in. Um, but by Sarah Horrocks, I read the first issue of Goro, um, which is, like, one of the coolest comics I've read in a while. Yeah, right, really
0: Yeah, you, you said that, like, that was something I was going to recognise. Like, Goro! Yeah,
1: like, yeah, oh, yeah, oh well, great! I, th- <laughs> I think because I've been wanting to read it for ages, um, I assumed that everyone would. But look at that front cover um look how good that looks
0: oh wow that looks it was a comic
1: book that i was like i really feel like i really feel like i'm reading something for everyone look it up
0: like goro g-o-r-o by sarah horrocks h-o-r-r-o-c-k-s an assassin with a past unknown even to himself comes to kill an evil wealthy matriarch whose own past is a festering open wound infecting all around her a melodrama in 10 parts that sounds fucking cool
1: it was the first issue is amazing. Like, I didn't even know that it was about an assassin because I thought it was literally just like a sick, cool family drama thing. Um, but that's even more exciting and I have to, have to, have to buy the rest of um, the Where did you get the first issue from? Um, there is a record store in Nashville called The Groove which has a really cool indie comics um, selection, where I also got the uh, first um, edition of Lab magazine Mm. by um, Ron Wimbley.
0: Like Thai Lab?
1: Yeah, actually spelled the same, L-A-A-B. Yeah. But more about...
0: Not recipes.
1: Not recipes, mostly essays and um, amazing comics and cool interviews with people like Saul Williams. Oh, great. And just like the coolest coolest little project that there's just like Ron putting everything of himself on. into a newspaper and I highly recommend checking that out as well.
0: Fantastic. Um, Speaking of uh, independently published comics, um, I read a little zine that uh, came to King's last month.
1: Yeah, that looks cool. Called
0: Magical Beatdown Volume 1 published by Silver Sprocket uh, and it is by um, Jen Woodle for for Silver Sprocket and this is about um, a girl on her way to an arcade who starts getting hassled by some dudes um, and so then she turns it's, it's, it's all like blue and white like, very simple Ooh, comic book art. And then she transforms into a big, crazy princess, like, hero. Oh, my his, God. Whose first line is, what the fuck is this fucking nonsense? And she has swords, which she uses to cut up the dudes that were hassling her uh, alter ego. I love it. Start. And then, yeah, it's, it's it's all violent and silly and pulpy and great. And then it ends with the girl playing arcade games.
1: That's so fun.
0: It was really, really fun. You can get it from jenwoodall.com. So, J-E-N-N-N dot lcom um, or you can find out at King's Comics. Nice. Like you can find all the comics that we talked about on the, on the show so far um, which is uh, kingscomics.com yes. if you're online or you can come and visit us uh, in the city in Sydney.
1: 403 George Street for a limited time.
0: Yep. Oh, right. <laughs> wow, we're moving again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great.
1: Yeah, but I'm on maternity leave when it's happening. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What are they going to do without you? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you I'm an integral part of this team but I don't I'm not going to physically move any boxes
0: uh, you got any more number ones
1: um, sort of not really number ones but I wanted to do a little uh, shout out to um, I finished up doing judging of the Ledger's Awards oh great which is the Australian Comic Book Awards if you have any interest in like what is really exciting in Australian comics um, I recommend checking out the short list um, there's some really, really cool stuff. My personal uh, ones that I think everyone should check out, go go look at Glompress, which is a publisher based in Melbourne. Um, they have some really amazing comics. There's one by uh, called Swimsuit by Rachel Ang, which was, like, one of my absolute favourites. Um, a Week in Warragilla is a really cool... Uh, it's, like, a lesbian romance slash horror thing set in, like, the Australian Outback in a way that's really... Uh, it's very... Just really fun. Really fun, really sweet, really accomplished cartooning. I really loved it. Um and my other the other one that I thought was really cool was uh, Neither Here Nor Hair, which was a anthology edited by Alicia Jade, published by Petrie Press. Um, which was just a it's an anthology of women talking about their hair. Cool. In various versions and various areas of hair and like what their relationship with it is like, and I, I really enjoyed it. Hairyous. Very, very good. Hairies. Hair yes. What Harriers. is ah right yes good, good.
0: And of course, um, Meet Me in the Pit, Volume One and Two, are both nominated as well. Yeah. Which I imagine is your doing.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well done.
0: That's great. Um. Well, let's take a little break.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I have to pay. I have to pay all the time.
0: And uh, when we come back, we'll talk about some other comics that we've been reading because there's a whole bunch of them in the desk in front of us that I can't wait to talk about. See you oh soon. yeah. And we're back here to tell you about some other comics we've been reading that we've been enjoying. Normally we would be like. I've read this and it is blah, but I think we should just do what we've been enjoying lately. Yeah,
1: yes, 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 yes. I think that's a great call.
0: We should start with DC. um, Mm -hmm. And uh, I have been enjoying a book that I know you've really been enjoying, but I thought this was like the first issue that I really loved since the first one. Yep. And that is Green Lantern by uh, Grant Morrison and Liam Sharp. Uh, They are
1: such an amazing team. Just their work is like so well suited to yeah. each other. It's fucking amazing. And I
0: was enjoying the like relative nonsense of the last two yes. issues, but I, I actually liked that this was a there was a narrative in this issue that I could really hold on to. It's basically yep. um, Hal Jordan uh, going through a series of trials um, that this like evil vampire queen mm-hmm, is like mm-hmm. sending him on so he can get this relic or some shit that's not important but like yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the plot kind of doesn't matter in a sense
0: but it was just really fun to seeing like how jordan be a hero and not like I, I love it when heroes have to play a game
1: yeah and even though even though you know like you know he's not really a bad guy now you know he's on the cover. you know like that from the get-go um you still enjoy the ride and it looks fucking amazing
0: yeah, definitely. Like, it's so,
1: it's so beautiful. And Liam Sharp has been working for so long. Like, I found an old back issue of an X-Men comic that he did in the 90s, I think. Right. No. Well, he definitely strikes 2000s. me as someone that
0: grew up through the 90s as, a, as an artist.
1: Yeah, he drew, he drew an overtly sexual Jean Grey in a way that you're like, I like this, but I also don't know if it's appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's so he's so good, and this feels like such a perfect book for him. I'm just enjoying it so immensely.
0: Yeah, great. I thought this is an awesome issue. Looking forward to the next one, because the cliffhanger on this one involving Adam Strange is uh, pretty wild.
1: Yeah, Come and yes. see where it goes. Good fun. I did read the next issue, and the next issue is also good. I think I read the next issue.
0: Um, I don't know if it's come out yet. Maybe it yeah. has.
1: Yeah, it's the one with Adam Strange on the cover. Okay, it's great. It's a fucking amazing cover, and it's a good issue too.
0: Great. Uh, are you still reading Deathstroke? I am. So it's fucking great.
1: It's fucking amazing.
0: Uh obviously written by Christopher Priest with uh it's either it's either Fernando Pazarin or um the Pag Pagallian dude. Yeah on, on art. But um after the very, very fun um uh Deathstroke Arkham arc where he was in Arkham um for some bullshit and like yep. escaping and there was aliens and all kinds of nonsense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there was a great kind of like wrap up of that, setting up the next storyline, which I didn't realize was going to be a crossover with Teen Titans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the thing about crossover events is like, you know, you're meant to pick up the other book, but I know that like that book is a lot younger skewing when it comes to uh, like, you know, an audience that it's going for than a Christopher Priest. He writes very adult comic books. Yeah, he does. Um, and I'm not going to pick up a Teen Titans book because I know that he didn't write it. Yes. And it's going to be... I'm not
1: going to enjoy it as much.
0: But I thought the issue 42 of Ter- Deathstroke, which is part two of the Terminus agenda, Yeah. even though there are a ton of Teen Titans characters that I've never seen before and I have no idea about, probably never enjoyed see them again.
1: Speedy showing back up, but almost, that's enough to make me almost want to read Teen Titans. Not quite, but almost.
0: But I think something has to be said for um, a writer that can... Right, Like one, DC doesn't have recaps at the, at the top of their books. This book would definitely benefit from it. But yeah. Priest is that capable of a writer that he can throw you into a story and you find something to latch onto. And by the end of the issue, it's like, oh, what? who cares about that issue that I missed? And the next one, I'm just going to get the next issue of Deathstroke and, and he'll, he'll tell me what I need to know throughout the issue.
1: Absolutely. And this series is like, it's so bonkers and it's so uh, hard to follow a lot of the time. And you just don't even really care because it's just... So enjoyable the whole yeah, way through.
0: Absolutely. Um, a, a, just a quick moment for of like just how much they're dragging the poor old silencer through the rubbish oh, at the moment. Mate. Um, Dan Abnett's uh, the, the, the one good book from the New Age of Heroes, the DC line that um, came out at some point last year. Um, at least we have stayed with the same artist um, on the last few issues for this final. I think it's the final arc. Uh, v. Ken Marion. Okay. Um, but the story's really good still, even though the art is nowhere near as good as it used to be when, when it yeah. started. Um, this is, of course, the um, assassin who can, like, click her fingers and then create a... a, a now she goes, shh, she shh, creates sorry. a cone of silence. Cone of silence. Great. Right. And, and no one can hear her sneak up on them that's and kill them. It's a good superpower. It's great. Uh, especially for an assassin. In uh, issue um, 15 of The Silence, we, we find out that um, she had a brother who was bred to uh, not... So she was not b- bred to not be heard, and he was bred to not be seen. Mm. Um, and uh, all of the assassin bullshit like it's fine but the cool moments of this story now come from the um, her husband and, and, and son that mm-hmm. she's had to ditch in order to kind of like keep them alive
2: mm. um,
0: and so they think that she's dead but he's slowly like discovering like things in the backyard that shouldn't be there and like mm. he's I, I, I like that he, after playing such a dumb like husband character for the entire run of this story we're now seeing him become a detective of sorts. That's fun. It is really fun. And I reckon this is actually going to have like quite a satisfying ending because Mm. it is going to have an ending. Um, Yeah. So I'm I'm sticking with it. It is, it is a bizarre thing that DC have done to what could have been a really great series. Um, But uh, you know, it's, I'm still finding, I'm getting some enjoyment out of reading it. Um, That's it for like the regular DC books I'm reading. I'm I'm reading a lot of wonder comics. Yes, please. uh, Are you reading Doomsday Clock still? Uh,
1: Yeah, I am, but I can't, I couldn't possibly tell you anything about it
0: issue 9 of 12 um, which, you know
1: what Gary we, Frank's very good
0: he is very good and it, he, he, I'm sure he's the main reason this is taking so long for each issue to come out it looks like it's going to be take more than two years for this uh, issue to, for this series to um, like
1: I, you know what it came I, out
0: like the end of 2017 and it looks like it's going to come out the end of the final issue will be the end of 2019 which is the insane. thing that's most
1: annoying about that is they keep teasing the Legion bring yeah. back the Legion but also then I got mad at myself because I'm like Allow things to sometimes take a little while, Siobhan.
0: Um But we, yeah, this issue saw all of the main DC he- superheroes fly to the moon and try and take down Doctor Manhattan, and obviously it doesn't go down. Um, and even though like, tough
1: to do, oh yeah, yeah, this it is
0: what this is what everyone's been looking forward to, like for this entire yeah. run, and uh, it was it was you know it was fun.
1: It's very like Thanos.
0: Definitely, yeah, it really is. Actually, yeah, that, that's a really, really good comparison to make mm. uh, when all the. In the, in the MCU, when they finally meet Thanos and try and fight him and shit, it doesn't happen, bro. You know
1: what? It's not gonna work. Should I aim for the head. Um, you know what's fucking great though is Wonder Twins. Yeah, cool. So we should talk about some uh, some I Wonder still comics Wonder now. Wonder
0: um, Yeah, it's this is fantastic. Mark Russell and who is the artist on this book? Stephen Byrne.
1: Stephen Byrne's very good. I don't really know him from anything else, but um, I'm very much enjoying enjoying his work on this. Yes,
0: yeah, so we have the Wonder Twins uh, who have come to Earth and been tasked with dealing with, like, things that don't really matter um, for the Justice League. Just, like, very... They're almost, like, working the mail room for the Justice League. Yeah. And so, in this issue, we see them having to deal with the League of Annoyance. Yes. uh, Including um, a very fun character called... um, uh, What's he called? The Scrambler. And he can switch minds with anyone who gets close enough to him, which I thought was...
1: Actually, that's a good... Like, I mean, that's Jericho. Yeah. Teen Titans, but it's a good...
0: Yeah, it's, it's a good superpower. But I love that he's called the Scrambler and his costume is orange, and it just has a fried <laughs> egg on the front of it. It's not even a scrambled yeah, egg. No.
1: Scrambled <laughs> eggs are hard to draw though. You're like, That's what true. is that? Um, but, I love that, I, you know, I really enjoy Mark Russell who like, it's a great story first, but then <coughs> secondary, it's like this really harsh critique of like the prison industrial complex. And yes. like, I love that you snuck that into a teen superhero book. That's what he's so good at you though. genius. But
0: like this is probably the least um, all ages of all of the, uh, even though it stars the youngest, uh, probably next to Young Justice, like the youngest kind of characters.
1: But it's it's very sophisticated concepts that he's kind of uh, talking about.
0: Um, it's really fun. It's dealing with a lot of kind of like lower T, D, lower tier DC superheroes and villains. Um, and uh, you have this kind of like, yeah, like, you know, heroes having to go to school stuff going on too. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like, the Wonder Tons are pretty competent heroes that is are just being tasked with, like, things that don't matter and they're not really sure well, where they fit in this world anyway.
1: The, the, the um, the one sister. of them, yeah. Yeah. What's her name? They're Zen and Flan. Girl.
0: Zenit <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I this is just fun. Jaina. <laughs> Sorry, Dana. <laughs> we got there.
1: Yeah, it's just super fun. I, I I wish more people were reading it.
0: Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I'm I'm not I'm, I'm going to drop Young Justice after reading two issues where not much happened that I cared about. Um, it's not bad by any means. It's just not what a kind of book that I care about reading. But uh, I am quite still involved in uh, in the story that we're uh, learning more about in Naomi, which is the book that Brian B- Michael Bendis is writing with. Um, I always say the wrong first name, David Walker um yep. and uh great art on this one um by of course very cinematic Jamal Campbell um, and uh he yeah he, he, Jamal Campbell's like the full package like art colors finishes it looks really mm-hmm, great mm-hmm. very digital looking but in very a, digital in a, in a nice warm way it suits the book really well but Naomi like I like that there's other DC heroes in this character in this in this book but it is about her kind of like figuring out her kind of backstory and mm-hmm. her history and it doesn't seem to be directly linked to any Already existing DC thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like a, this new fun thing. Uh, it's cool. I like it a lot.
1: Yeah, nice. It yeah. is. It is good fun. It is very enjoyable.
0: Yeah. Um, and uh, finally, the Wildstorm. I'm still reading this. There's only three issues left after this one.
1: It's still great.
0: It's still really great. I, it doesn't feel like it's p- t- near the point of being able to wrap up neatly. No. This is issue 21. We're but talking you know about
1: now. He will. They'll do it. He must have had this planned uh, out. This properly. feels like a
0: setup for something bigger, and I'm not sure if oh, we're ever really? going to get to the bigger thing. Huh. That's my big concern, maybe, um, because he's certainly he's taken his time getting to this point, and now you're expecting this massive explosive war, mm. not just a fight. Maybe like just a war. the
1: last three issues will be like just straight up, straight Decimation. up explosions. Yeah, that C- could work. I kind of hope
0: so. Yeah, that'd be great. That's great. Um, They'll like create this new thing and then just destroy it. yeah.
1: <laughs> I would love that.
0: <laughs> so that's it for DC for me. Um, what a do couple,
1: you got? a couple of other things that I've read. Okay, okay.
0: She's got it in run right But only her. you promised You promise, on.
1: I know. I did, and then. Amanda Connor did interiors for the first time in like oh, a really long time. What? Okay. Yeah. I was like, "What? Amanda Connor did cover? What? Amanda Connor did the interiors?" And that's fucking enough to sell me a hundred percent on um, on issue sixty-eight of Tom King's Batman. And I don't even want to talk about the story <laughs> because I don't think that's interesting for anyone, and it is a retread of stuff that he has already covered. It is another like bachelor bachelorette party one issue didn't we already have like two issues of that and also the
0: wedding was like a year ago yeah
1: i know so it's still batman's still stuck in some like computer simulation that's making him like remember what a shit dude he is or something um and so it's a lot of like nine panel stuff and it's a lot of like things that tom king thinks girls do together which is a lot more nudity than i think me and my friends have ever really um taken part in so it's like lois and catwoman uh break into the fortress of solitude and get hammered Amanda Connor's amazing. I wish she did interiors on more things. I love that she 's writing, but like she is just one of the most like joy filled comic artists I can think of i've been such a fan of her for so long. She draws handsome square jawed dudes. her Clark Kent is like so perfect
0: she for me she's always been the perfect match to gail simone's writing, and we've so yeah. rarely gotten the two of them working together. Has it even ever happened?
1: I don't know. I don't know because she's worked with Jimmy Palmiotti so much. Like, yeah. well, um, for me, my favorite Amanda Connor things ever uh, is the story she did in Wednesday Comics. Did you ever read Wednesday Comics? Um, it, is it, that it's that big? It was like a newspaper size format. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I fucking loved that. I thought yeah. that was so genius and it was so great. And she did the sweetest Supergirl and streaky story. Oh, I have that read that. That perfect. is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and all of her Power, Power Girl stuff, run, I really like yeah, yeah. she's She's so good at, like, sexy, fun superheroes. Definitely. And that's what I want. Yeah. Um, so buy this and look at the
2: pictures.
1: (laughs) It's my thing. Um, I read the first issue of, well, 1001, Batman Detective Comics. Are we going to
0: talk about Detective uh, Comics 1000? No, I didn't read it. I was just like, I can't do this.
1: Yeah, I heard it was pretty good. We, you can still get the Nicola Scott cover from kingscomics.com. Um, but the main reason I read 1001 is because it's the first issue that Brad Walker um, has done. So oh, this right. is the start of like his run. So Tomasi's off it now already. No, no, no. Tomasi's still writing it, but Brad Walker's penciling. So Brad Walker did the pencils on uh, Demon Hell is Earth. Yep, that's right, um, of course. That yeah. series that Andrew Constant wrote last year. Um, and I... I, I like you know what I like about Tomasi is I like the uh, relationship that he writes between Bruce and Alfred. Yep, it's like a bit more that. funny yeah, and yeah. it's a bit sort of uh combative and like um, antagonistic in a way that like, is, but like charming and fun. Um, and Brad Walker draws some very, very like, like his Bruce Wayne's very chiseled and handsome and um, he, is, he does yeah. really good lived in faces that I, I really enjoy. I can't say like this issue totally blew me away story wise, um, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of Brad Walker, so it it looks really good.
0: Did they bring Leslie Tompkins back yet?
1: No, not to the best of my knowledge. Justice for Leslie. Um, The other thing I wanted to talk about quickly is um, DC Inc. So DC Inc. is like a new line of YA-focused graphic novels that DC are putting out. Have you read any of them? I have. So I got um, advanced retailer copies of like all of the first ones. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I read a couple let me just try and find a list of them because there are some really really good ones the one that I enjoyed the most is probably the one that's been getting um, at least it it seems to be getting the most um, press like in the actual comics it's got like big double page spread ads in everything at the moment sure which um, come on where is it what's it called (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why do you hate me when I try and talk about your things, DC? Um, so it's called Under the Moon, and it's written by New York Times bestselling author Lauren Miracle, um, illustrated by Isaac Goodhart. And it is a um, Catwoman origin story. Right. Um, it is like, it's more on the A side of YA because it's got swears in it. Oh. Um, but I thought it was really enjoyable. I thought that it was like a great update for the character for like, <laughs> I'm just trying to say all the things that will make me sound the oldest. The the Twitter generation? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, Is there
0: twerking in it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Does anyone there dab? should have been. No one dabs, so I don't think we can say it's really from Gen Zed whatever they're called. Anyway, I thought it was um, super enjoyable and the mirror one has beautiful colours.
0: I've seen the, the mirror art that I've seen advertised. It looks incredible.
1: Yeah. You know, the art in the mirror one, it's a bit style over substance for me. Like, I didn't love the whole series, because the whole book, because um, it was a bit slow for me. Mm-hmm. But um, I very, very much enjoyed um, the colours. <laughs>
0: um, so let's move over to Marvel now. Um, and... Uh I mentioned at the start of the episode that I read a bunch of the weekly Avengers No Road Home series. Uh, I was a big fan of the Avengers No Surrender weekly series that came out last year. That was Al Ewing, Jim Zub, Mark Wade, Paco Medina, who are all back, um, as, as well as Sean Isaacs, and a few other artists and art uh, team guys uh, for this No Road Home event, mm-hmm. which uh, has an entirely new roster of Avengers dealing with something that's very different. What I liked about No Surrender was it was, it was like, you know, a game. It was yeah like them being challenged by other other teams of supervillains to like you know they all to race to get a bunch of bullshit like you know it's it's dumb you know where it's gonna f- I just find that endlessly entertaining. There's a great um, arc in One Piece called the Davy Back Fight where okay. a, a pirate ship challenges the the main characters, the Straw Hats, to um, a series of challenges, um, mm-hmm. and whoever won- wins each challenge can steal a crew member from the other one's team. Um, mm-hmm. and so like, there's like a race, there's a, a a, fe- a, a, test of strength. And then there's a, um, like a sports game, like a soccer game kind of thing. And they're the, they're the, yeah. Um, and I could just read different superheroes doing like superhero Olympics, like constantly. I just find that so endlessly fun and entertaining. Um, No Road Home is a lot more like dealing with like someone who was smited by Hercules, like, you know, the gods basically right. for so long that now she's come back with a vengeance and wants to kill everybody. Um, I wasn't, ex- I was like, oh, I'm not really enjoying this very much. And then suddenly Conan shows up. Great. So Conan is in this book, Conan the Barbarian. Um, and uh, look, it's still, I-, I thought that like this would be a great one to go straight into after finishing One Piece because it is weekly and it would feel more kind of like this big serialized ongoing thing. It's not quite hitting that. Uh, level that I was hoping it would it's it's certainly readable but it's not as good as No Surrender and I, I've got it's one of those cases where I'm like I think there's like two issues of it left I'll keep reading it and finish it and then I probably might never read an Avengers book again <laughs> <laughs> sounds nice um, but uh, an, a mother book that I'm really enjoying is uh, Winter Soldier by Carl Higgins and Rod Reyes.
1: You know, I feel really silly for not reading this because I think it sounds like I would really enjoy it.
0: Yeah, it's really, you know, it's a, it's a good miniseries. Like, you know, even though they they refuse to acknowledge it when they when they launch a new miniseries, Marvel are very good at miniseries. Mm. Um, and uh, they're just so worried that people won't buy them if it says, like, if it has an end point on the front cover. Yeah. But for me, that's like, I'm, I'm more likely to read something if I know it's going to be end- over in six issues.
1: Absolutely. I think that they underestimate how much, like, when Mark Wade and, um, um, what's his name? Cameron Stewart. Is that his name? Chris Samney. Chris Samney. They're similar. <laughs> um, Chris Samney. We're doing that like 12 issues. Like that's, of Black Widow. That's, yeah. that's so great. That's so satisfying. Like people want that. Yeah. I definitely. think people want that. Don't they? Yeah. Which is just, I want that. <laughs> and, and
0: you know, it's going to be a great collection when it's eventually finished. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I like to know when the end point is, but I mean, yeah. having said that, I also loved reading 940 issues of a not finished Shonen. So who yeah. knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Winter Soldier. I think it's only five issues all up. So this is the fourth issue that I read most recently. Um, and it is about like a young assassin who comes after Bucky. Um, and uh, Bucky ends up like befriending this little assassin and almost becoming a father figure to him until his actual father comes into the into the scene. Oh, um, no. And so you have like, yeah, like there's like Hydra ties and like just not, not very small levels of trust for all characters involved. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, it's, it's really well written. Mm-hmm. And um, Rod Reyes' art is awesome, and um, I think this is like one of the, one of the coolest things that, uh, that Marvel have done.
1: Thanks, so. though.
0: Thanks, George. Has offered us a coffee, and we said no. I said no. You, should you be really drinking coffee when you're pregnant? Is that no. a thing?
1: No. No, that was a tea.
0: Oh, I know, I know. Obviously, I'm not accusing. <laughs> you. I mean, in general.
1: Yeah, yeah. It fucking sucks. I'm exhausted. Right. Anyway.
0: Um, yeah. I love being
1: pregnant. <laughs> I feel it's beautiful a, it's a joy it's
0: a blessing it's a blessing um, so I dropped um, Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil um, after the first issue I was like I've read this before but then yeah, enough yeah, people yeah. told me it's actually no, really haven't. good <laughs> Um and uh, the main reason I've been really loving it I've read issues two and three um, is Marco Ciccietto's art is like I've never seen a Daredevil book look this good and I've it's read so a lot beautiful. of Daredevil
1: it's so beautiful so you haven't it read um, not 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 intentionally just because I was away um, I missed the last issue sure that's a good looking kingpin though yeah um, I wish Kingpin always looked like he did in Into the Spider-Verse, though. Like yes. a tiny little head on a massive body.
0: And then like the neck fat going so over good. the top of his head. So good. So great. Um, but uh, yeah, the, um, I, the it is very familiar. Um, and a lot of the same characters, like, you know, Punisher, Kingpin, et etc. et cetera. But they are his, you know, that's, that's Daredevil's universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's just really fun. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, it, I've never seen it look this good. So uh, I'm really enjoying his Daredevil run at the moment. Um, As mentioned earlier, loving Jason Aaron and Mahmoud Azra's Conan the Barbarian.
1: It's exceptional.
0: Uh, It's just, yeah. That
1: last issue, there are some uh, big splash pages of Conan fighting, like, Kraken-type animals that are just... Like, it's so good. Like, I was already a Mahmoud Azra fan, Mm. but this is something that i didn't realize was in his wheelhouse and i didn't realize how totally perfect he was for this book like the the big like scary men look amazing the gross stuff looks gross the monsters are great the, the ships look excellent intricate look, and yeah like
0: great use of shadows excellent use of blood
1: yes yes super well paced really gorgeous I, I know him as like, I love an it.
0: x-men artist before yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly
1: i only know him on like like avengers titles and x-men titles yeah. and he's he this is so perfect for him like that jaguar that he drew in issue one i think was like yeah i love this
0: this is going to be like a book that people will remember him for for sure
1: i hope so i and hope v- so. very well picked absolutely um,
0: and yeah this is just like it's it's it's, it's just I, I didn't wasn't aware of how much i, I could enjoy a conan book but this yeah is
1: it. yep yep I mean, this is the Conan book I've enjoyed most since Becky Cloonan did that Conan run. Oh, I like that. That, that was great. really good. Yeah. Um, um, but definitely this is amazing.
0: So The Immortal Hulk was a book that we just absolutely loved for the for the first eight or so issues. By, no, like, uh, that makes Al me think Ewing you don't love it anymore. With Joe Bennett on art. And um, I think it, it started to lose its way when he was in hell. I didn't like that arc at all. Yep. At all. Um, but uh, I think with the most more recent issues, especially bringing um, Betty back and um, also his, what's his shrink's name? Doc Samson yes, back yes, as a yes. character, it's gotten really, really fun. And now with them trying to find out what happened to Rick, Rick's yep. body, I think that's a really fun mystery for them to be to be going on. I do. It's really enjoyable. I, I always say this when we talk about it. I do miss the kind of like one and done horror mysteries of the first few issues. I thought yeah. that was just so much fun to read. But this but is I think good. that
1: it's still a good, like it's still great in terms of um, each issue is very satisfying. Yeah, I still find, and I I'm still like. I'm obsessed with uh, how Joe Bennett does the uh, Hulk transformation. I think it's like the coolest, it's the coolest version of that I've ever seen. It's disgusting. I love it.
0: Definitely. Um, I read the 42nd, AKA the 50th issue of Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Okay. Um, So it's been 50 issues since Ryan North and Erica Henderson uh, started their Unbeatable Squirrel Girl run. Um, all the years ago, but the first volume only had eight issues. Mm-hmm, and so now they mm-hmm. done forty two of this current volume, that means this is the fiftieth issue. Right. Well done, Marvel. Um but this has um a novel. <laughs> Ryan North obviously writing this. And actually I should say I bought my um wife How to Invent Everything, the novel by Ryan North oh, cool. for Christmas. And she's absolutely loving it. So if you have uh, someone that uh is
1: Is it like well, a is it an adult novel? Yeah, it, it's like it's
0: a it's 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 so Ryan North. It yeah. is a um it's a it's a manual that comes with the time machine. Cool. And so the, the 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 actual instructions for the time machine are one page long, and then the rest of the book is okay, depending on which era you were stuck in, here's how you invent everything that we have in our society today.
1: Oh wow, Kanye's so clever. Yeah. He's such a clever weirdo.
0: He's I know, it's so wild, isn't it? But um yeah, so anyway, the Squirrel Girl issue 50 um had um uh, a, a, a few different artists um, as we kind of go through this. Uh, it's a Kang story, great. Um, Squirrel I love Girl versus Kang. Kang, but we, of course, um, because Ryan is, is a genius. We see Kang attacking Squirrel Girl at three different moments in her life, great. and each moment is drawn by a different artist. Um,
1: oh, is that where we got the cool? I saw, I saw on the internet that there was a cool new Squirrel Girl costume.
0: Uh, the older, oldest Squirrel Girl, maybe is, yeah, with like blue I and stuff, that. yeah. Uh, I can't even find the name of the actual artists to credit them properly. Here you go. Um, Naomi Franqui- Frankies, um, Derek Charm and Erica Henderson on art with K- Rico Renzi on colors. Um, and it, it just, uh, I remember the, um, maybe it was uh, it was um, Erica Henderson's last issue, which was this super sweet farewell to the characters. Yeah, where, like, yeah, yeah. In the fu- Na- Nancy and, um, and Squirrel Girl in the future. Yeah. This, oh my God, this, that was so nice. Yeah, this felt a lot like that. So if you like that issue, I'd definitely recommend this. Yeah, lovely. Um, and finally, Runaways for me. Uh, Rainbow Rowell is still writing, but it looks like we have a, a new artist in Andreas Genolet. Because yes. uh, um, I don't know how to pronounce that. But Chris yes, Chris, Anker, Chris Anker's
1: gone. But man, they do a good Chris Anker.
0: Yeah. Um, obviously, the only times you can notice it's not Chris Anker is the fashion isn't quite as it's up to speed as, as um, Anker's is. But I really love this issue, which saw um, uh, Molly uh, go to Alex Wilder's house and, yes. and realise that she doesn't want to be evil. It was sweet.
1: Yeah. And the ending was very, very sweet, you know?
0: Yeah, totally. The, Runaways it, is a sweet book. It continues to be sweet. It is really sweet. So, yeah, cu- curious to see how long Andres Genlate is going to be the artist in this book. Mm-hmm. But first issue, he or she did a great job.
1: Mm, nice. Now, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that I'm really loving. I still like uh, Miles Morales' Spider-Man. I think that's still good fun, the Salad and Almond book. Yep. I'm enjoying that. Um x-men books are
0: because <laughs> you were loving them last episode. i know
1: i know they're not good but i still like them they're really dumb <laughs> um, especially when you know
0: hickman is on his way you're like, i know i'm
1: like oh man give me that okay now i have something to genuinely look forward to as an x-fan um god i'm excited about that i think it's gonna be really good anything else uh, i still uh captain marvel yeah have i have been reading captain marvel it's good yeah it's pretty good it's pretty good kelly thompson um art by carmen canero um it's like a
0: it's a big, like, not quite alternate reality, but they've been kind of taken to a...
1: A ladies-only island. Yeah. And now they're being, like, forced to fight to choose... So that the the dude who's brought them there, whose name I can't remember, Nuclear Man, um, so he can choose his bride. But uh, in this issue, she fights um, Rogue, which is, like, pretty enjoyable stuff.
0: I'm a bit over the alternate reality slash, like, different island versions of, of things at the moment. So yeah, yeah. I,
1: I, I'm with you on that. And I'm a little bit, like...
0: Like I, I chopped off Black Panther. Just I'm like, where are you oh, going really? with this story? I don't, oh my like, god,
1: no way! Yeah, um, I'm still enjoying that, but I, I it is also slow moving. As is Captain America at the moment. It's a very, yeah. um, but I find it very compelling. I imagine it would be an, an absolute art.
0: absolute ripper to read and trade. It just is, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. It's, I, I, Every it's, it's it's a classic example of like what happened in this one again. Every every month I pick up a new issue. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, All um, right. I'm with you on that. Do we uh, other publishers? Well, Image.
0: I I just have a massive stack of Image books that I haven't read yet. I love this new Snot nice. Girl issue. Yes, and, great. Um, and Hickman's East of West are the only two I've managed to get get around to reading. I know I have two issues of Paper Girls to read, which I'm very excited. Oh, about.
1: Oh man, Paper Girls! As it ramps up to the ending, is just. Oh, so
0: we know an endpoint for
1: it, do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only got another couple of issues. Wow. Okay. I think it's only going for another four issues, something like that. Crazy. Don't blame me on that, but it's um, it's incredible, man. Like so much payoff now and the last couple of issues have been like just hits just very just rewarding straight great. up hits um it's just exceptional
0: um i'll, I'll tell you other the ones that i've got in my bag so you can be like oh yeah i read that so yes, yeah, not girl was great yeah um ice cream man we've had two issues of that I haven't read yet yep great um die die die
1: oh okay you know what is fucking great is die oh, um right, yeah. the kieran gillen book yep. man People are reading it. I don't feel like I need to go on about it that much, but it is really exceptional. Like, I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons person. I'm not a role-playing game person. Um, Kieran Gillen makes me understand the appeal of those games and the stories that he's managing to tell using that as, like, the linking narrative. It, uh, I think it's super clever and the art's gorgeous. Fantastic. Awesome. I really highly recommend it.
0: Excellent. Cool. Well, let's leave it at that, yeah?
1: Yeah, I have a couple other things that I just wanted to mention Let's not leave it at that. Come on, come on. Um, Number one, you should be reading Buffy. That's all. Number two, I read um, Lucy Nisley's latest graphic novel called Kid Gloves. So Lucy Nisley is like an autobiocomics person, and she's someone whose work I've been reading for long enough that I've seen her go from like, read her be a student, read her... Um, traveling, read her getting married and this is the book about her pregnancy. And I was like, I'm pregnant this will be great. I don't recommend reading it if you're pregnant. <laughs> she had an extremely hard pregnancy that has made me remember how terrifying and horrible pregnancy can be. And I complain a lot about being pregnant and I'm very, very lucky. I have it very easy I've never had a miscarriage one four pregnancies ends in miscarriage is one of the cool facts that I remembered in reading this book um, She had like a horrifying, horrifying labour. But... I think um,
0: yeah, you you're- <laughs> Our experiences with pregnancy have both been very blessed and lucky, very, I very think. positive. Yeah, yeah. And
1: it's really easy to forget that when you're like, oh, I'm cranky. My hips hurt. Like the, um, the, the
0: weird guilt that you feel when you've had a fairly effortless, uh, like, you know, attempt at getting pregnant to begin yeah. with. Yes. Um, and then when you have friends that are just, you know, struggling. Yeah. Um, that, that's a horrible feeling.
1: Yeah. Or even like I had a really. But obviously,
0: nowhere near as horrible as the feeling your friends are feeling.
1: Totally. Yeah. Um, I had a really chill labor. I had a really great labor with Shatterstar. Shouts and to dates. Yeah, shouts to dates, man. Eat those dates. They're really ladies. good. Um, also, just have great genetics. <laughs> um, but... Like the the midwives were like, you can't talk to anyone about this because they will hate you forever.
0: I, with when my daughter was born, I parked the car. I I, I took B up to emergency. We got her room, yep. and I was like, I'm gonna go park the car out of emergency now. And then I came back, and she was she I, I got back to the room, and she was like starting to deliver. Yeah. And then five minutes later, I had a daughter. Yeah. 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 It was like we, we were at the hospital for less than twenty minutes, and yeah, we had a, we had a daughter.
1: <laughs> same, same. It's um, it can be that great, but I do I like. If I hadn't already lent it to my other friend, I would have brought it in for you because I think everyone should read it. Everyone who... Like, I mean, no one... We we do talk about pregnancy. We do talk about all that stuff, but not really. And mm. there's so much information in this book that's, like, so interesting and so compelling and she tells it in this incredibly... She opens up her life in a way that's incredibly gratifying. Like, it's very personal. It's very intimate, but she is very... um, it's also very, like, factual. You learn well, yeah, a lot yeah. through it. From, it's from, it's from very – it's really great.
0: From a text point of view, I don't think you should read parenting books, but I do yeah. think you should read pregnancy books and, and, and yeah. birth birthing books because there is – like, especially if you are a partner to someone else that's having a baby, um, like, the amount of things that you need to know about to help your partner have an, a positive experience and, like, you know, to remind them of the things that they should be doing you know, yeah. to, 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 to keep their mind off their pain or like, you know, just, yep. yeah. They're and set- having,
1: having a supportive birth partner is like, it is the, like, it is super important. So what's this one called again? Uh, it's called Kid Gloves. Kid Gloves. Um, and it's just, just been released. Okay, who so, cool. is it? What's it by again? Uh, as in, by who? Yeah. Uh, Lucy Nisley is okay, her name cool. she's so good she, and she's really funny on Twitter um, and, her, and Instagram the little comics that she puts up about her son are so sweet and so funny awesome. and also Kate Beaton has been tweeting about being pregnant and that's been like yeah, just so lovely funny. for yeah. me um, it's so it's so nice to sort of feel like you have a friend <laughs> um, going oh. through it um, and she's so funny about the really horrible shit <laughs> every day I like show Nate like look that's funny. It's about <laughs> peeing. Ha <laughs> um, The other thing that I got was the um, totally different. Last thing that I got in Cool America was the uh, collection of Agent Nine comics by Katie Skelly, which are straight up porno comics. They're um, cool nineteen sixties. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, one of the King staff employees looks really, hey, really horrified d- by me. Just hey be, Nick, just be grateful we're not um, recording in this store anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like really cool, uh, like spy sort of sci-fi spy 1970s inspired like a lot of Katie Scali's works um, and it's if you find a copy it's it's great
0: awesome super cool. stylish super great thank you for Loved those it. additions that was Kay. great no worries um, I am going to spend uh, the next few weeks trying to get my weekly pull list down to I'm like aiming for five a week.
1: Wow, wow, wow. But um, there's, there are more good comics than five a week.
0: I know there are. So this week is 10. 10? Uh, 10, 10, 10, okay, don't, I don't want more than 10.
1: Like what's coming out next week? Hey, Wayne, can you just pass me next week's list? I can tell you my, really my, fast. My, what, I, what I'm pulling Yeah, tell up. me your pull list and I'll tell you all the things that you're not reading because you're dumb-dumb.
0: <laughs> Can't wait.
1: <laughs>
0: um, where are we here?
1: Batman 69.
0: I'm up, That's hard, all. Hard pass.
1: Hard pass. Fair. Um, Okay, so far I haven't found anything I'm excited about.
0: Well, the last thing I sent was my vows. We were we, we, it was my wedding yes. anniversary on the weekend, oh, okay. and so at a restaurant we were like, "Hey, well, let's let's renew our vows," <laughs> and it was really funny reading our vows that we wrote six years six years ago, um, and I, all the dated pop culture references that were in our vows. <laughs> <laughs> like my wife Bianca's vows to me had three references to the <laughs> Nintendo 64 game Yoshi's Story. <laughs> three
1: that's that is weird yeah. <laughs> that is weird also weird considering how much your son loves yoshi yeah i know i think that and must now. Have, uh, yeah. influenced um, so um, we th- get assassination yep. issue two yeah right.
0: so i'm getting assassination two getting avengers no road home 10 hopefully that's the last of it daredevil four east of west 42 farmhand seven gideon falls 12 oh yeah. yeah gideon falls is back uh l- yeah. little bird two yeah the, the scrolls three naomi four Spider-Man Life Story 2.
1: Meet the Skrulls. Oh, man. I need to get on that.
0: Thor 12 and War of the Realms 2.
1: Okay. It does sound like you're getting most of the good things. Um, Most of
0: the good things. What
1: else is there? (laughs) Wolverine Infinity Watch. That's not good. I'm joking. Hard pass. Don't get that. Yeah, to be honest, I think you've got it covered. That's but, pretty much all the cool shit next but week.
0: Outside of Wiki comics, I am going to try and read um, all of uh, Terry Moore's Echo and Rachel Rising. Yeah, I want to do that as well because I think June or May even is when his uh, big crossover event of all the Terry Moore verse comics, Terry verse, we call yep. them, um, sure is. starts up. So um, I, I, want, I want to be an expert on all things Terry Moore by then. Nice. Um, I think I can do it. It's if, uh, if it is black and white, so if I read it backwards, it'll feel like I'm reading manga. <laughs>
1: i think you should do that and then tell me what you think of the story sounds
0: Um, horrifying awesome well thank you so much for listening if you want to uh, discuss this episode and comics in general the best place to do that is over at facebook.com slash groups slash serious issues podcast and if you want to get any of the comics that we've talked about in this episode the best place to get them is the same place that we get them and that's king's comics in sydney 403 george street in sydney or at kingscomics.com if you don't live in sydney yeah um, Siobhan is at Siobhan CBG on all social media and I am, I am at Lev Dog. Um, and uh, if you want to support the show in a way, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash serious user podcast and chuck us a buck gets you access to all of the bonus material that we put up over the mm-hmm. years and hopefully some more stuff when we ever get time for it. Who are we kidding? Uh, I'm about to have two kids. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like if you just want to just be able- send a little love back to us that's the easiest way to do it even a dollar a month is very very helpful towards it really uh, is all of the nappies and food that we need to feed our kids with that we uh, can't because we neglect them by reading comics yeah it's really
1: sad <laughs> help me feed my starving baby <laughs>
0: thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time
1: bye